When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, what's up, Life Masters? This is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about happiness. Something that we all want a lot more of, right? I'm sure if you're watching this right now, then you want to be happier. You want a better quality and experience of life. Just like I do and I believe everyone else on the planet wants the same. And I want to share with you things that I've learned over the years that have really changed my life. They've really increased my levels of happiness. And many of you know my story years ago, back when I was in high school, I used to struggle. I was depressed. I was even suicidal at different times. And I struggled with it for quite a number of years um, going through phases of just unhappiness in my life to where I am today where I'm happy to say that I'm the happiest that I've ever been. Happiness for me is a default way of being. It's not something that I have to do. It's just who I am. And I created that. I conditioned that. And I want to share things that I've learned. So make sure that you watch this video in full. I think you'll find it invaluable and will really shift your mindset mentality and things I might say to you that you might already know, but oftentimes I'm sure you know we forget. We forget, and it really doesn't matter what you know. It really matters is what you're doing what you're living. If you follow my work, then you know that. So let's dive in. Where does happiness come from? Now, I know you know the story. You know the cliche that happiness comes from within. Yet most of us, we forget that, right? Most of us, we are conditioned to believing that we have to do something, have something, or experience something in order for us to be happy. In fact, that's how most people in the Western philosophy, the Western part of the world, that's how we live our lives. Because marketing is all designed to make you believe that you're not enough the way you are, right? They're gonna make you feel inadequate or insecure, that you're not attractive enough, and so you need this beauty product, or you need to look like this, or you know, you gotta change your body, and by transforming your body and having that six pack or looking a certain way, then you're gonna be happy. Or maybe it's making more money or having that house or that car or that watch or that boyfriend or girlfriend or having those kids or you know one day when you retire that's when you're going to be happy or when you get that house of your dreams that lifestyle of your dreams you can go on that vacation that at that point you're going to be happy and so for most of us we're conditioned by society including myself i get influenced by it all the time where we believe that happiness is something that comes outside of us. It comes from external things. And that's the biggest lie that there is. And it's something that we always have to resist in our lives and remind ourselves of because 
If you're watching this right now and you believe that whatever goal that you're pursuing, whatever vision that you have, that that is going to make you happy, then I've got some news for you. You're going to get there. I have no doubt that you will. I believe that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to, but you're also going to have the, the horrible experience that I've been through myself at different times in my life where you get to where you want it to be and have what you thought would make you happy, and sure enough, you get there and you realize that that's not it. You realize that you're not going to be that much happier by having that, by that car or the house or anything external, that happiness truly does come from within. Happiness, really, the way I define it, is a state of mind, a state of being. It's something that we can experience right now in this moment as you're watching this video. Right now, you have the capacity, the ability to be happy right now regardless of your circumstances, regardless of where you live, regardless of how much money you have in your bank account, regardless if you're single or you have a relationship or you're with someone that might be even abusive, regardless of the job that you might have, you might be in a job that you hate, Regardless of all of that, I believe that you can be happy. And there's been enough evidence and proof throughout history and throughout society of role models that have proven that. I mean, if you go back to Viktor Frankl, who wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning, if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend it. Viktor Frankl, you know, ended up being taken away and locked up in a Nazi concentration camp, Auschwitz. And he lived in an environment, he was actually a psychiatrist, but he lived in this environment for a period of time of suffering all around him. I mean, could you imagine how horrible it would be to have that fear every single day of being gassed or, you know, not having the food or not having the shelter or being freezing your, your butt off and people around you giving up and dying and suffering from disease and all the horrible things in that environment. And what made Viktor Frankl famous and what he discovered and wrote his book on was that regardless of your environment and your circumstances, that you can still find meaning and happiness. And he actually studied that environment, those that did go on and survive versus those that gave up, that just believed that you know, this is their fate, this is their life. And if you can find joy and meaning and happiness in that circumstance, even though you're in, in this external world of hell, you can find that internally, then I'm sure what you're going through right now, you can still find the happiness within. You know, I've also had the unique experience of going to parts of the world where of extreme poverty, third world countries, where they literally have nothing. I mean, I kid you not. If you follow my content, my vlogs, you know that I've been involved in building houses and schools around the world. I've been to Ethiopia, for example, and funded some schools there and had the experience a few years ago of going to Ethiopia. I did a whole vlog on it. And we're out in the middle of nowhere you know, around this community where they literally have nothing. They've got to walk an hour each day just to get water. Um, you know, their school at the time was just uh, basically like an, a bird's nest. I mean, it's just sticks and twigs. And, you know, they're suffering from different diseases and whatnot. And one thing that I've just kind of been fascinated by being in those environments, though, is seeing how much joy and happiness yet they still have. You know, you see a group of kids, and they don't have the iPads and the iPhones that the kids that today have in North America or they don't have all the toys that my nieces and nephews have. They just literally have a ball, a soccer ball. And yet the kids are running around and having a great time. And, you know, the parents and the, um, the adults, they're, they're, they have a, such an incredible sense of community, a, such an incredible family life, connection to one another, connection with their creator, their spiritual well-being. And as I've spent time, I've actually lived in those communities as well. I've also done that and built 
houses for families in Nicaragua and El Salvador and been to those places and stayed and lived with the families and the little home that they have. And literally, it's nothing compared to what we have. I mean, they don't have access to the internet like we do. They don't have access to the same food and water and the basic needs that we have. And yet by being in that environment and seeing in some cases how they're happier than people that might live in North America, that might have seemingly it all, yet the people that often live in the North American culture have the highest rates of depression, the highest drug addiction, you know, uh, addicted to alcohol and things of that nature. So, you know, oftentimes I question and wonder, is the Western way of living, is that really the healthiest way? Is that the way that's going to lead to the highest levels of happiness? And sometimes the old school way of living that we've evolved from in so many ways, you know, how people used to live in tribes and whatnot, yet in many cases they're happier than a lot of people in North America. So there's people out there that I can promise you this, they have nothing, literally nothing material, much worse off than you are, but yet they're grateful and they're happy every day. I can promise you that, that does exist. A lot more than what you think. But at the same time, I can also point out examples to you of people that have it all. People that are millionaires, multimillionaires, and even billionaires. People that have all the fame, all the people that love them, and yet they're depressed. They're miserable. A lot of them, they might be going in and out of rehab. A lot of these celebrities that you might look up to that have everything, and yet they struggle. I mean, how many celebrities have you known that have committed suicide or that we've lost to drug addiction? You know, or the billionaires out there that have it all and yet they kill themselves because, you know, they're just unhappy with themselves and their lives. And so if you look at the extremes, I really believe what it comes down to is happiness comes from within. And it's something that you can be and experience right now in your life. Now, there's a few things I want to share with you on this. Number one, is I believe that happiness is a state and it's something that you can condition in your life. You see, we all have these different emotional states that we experience every day. And we have a default way of being, a natural state, if you will. This default way, this natural state, is something that we've conditioned, though. The more that you've accessed certain emotional states, that's become habitual for you. They become habits. And that's your default way of being. So, for example, when I was back in high school and I struggled with depression, and I struggled with anxiety, and a lot of fear in my life, the way that, I, the reason why my life was that way, and I experienced those, was because I had conditioned those. So every day I was focusing on certain things that made me feel that way, that made me feel shy, and insecure, and depressed. I was focusing on everything that was missing from my life. I focused on how I wasn't good enough, and I allowed the opinions and the naysayers and the haters and the bullies, all those people out there to influence my psychology and my mindset and imprint those in my life as well as my parents and certain trauma and experiences that I went through. I allowed all of that to influence me and it conditioned myself to be a certain way. And the more often that I accessed depression or anxiety or fear or shyness, the more that I was strengthening that, the more that was getting stronger and more my default natural way of being. And so to get out of that was challenging because to be happy was different than how I was, right? It was breaking out of that mold and that pattern that I had. And what I decided to do that changed my life, and most of you know it, is I created a morning ritual. I realized that we are what we repeatedly do every single day. 
that if every single day I start off the day and I make happiness a must in my life, I make it important more than anything else, more than going to my job, more than spending time with my loved ones, more than anything else, I prioritize me and my own happiness, that pretty soon, it might take a while, but if I did that every single day, I conditioned that, then it's just a matter of time before I rewrite that old programming and conditioning and replace it with something new. So imagine, you know, if you will, that um, depression or anxiety or these negative emotions, anger, they're kind of like a pattern that if you have a CD or a record that's burned a pattern on it, that if you take that CD or that record, you put it in a CD player or a record player, then it's going to play a certain song. It's going to read that pattern. But if you take that pattern and you overwrite it, you overwrite it with a new pattern and you put that in the CD player, it'll play the new pattern. And that's really what you have to do. You have to overwrite, you have to rewrite this old negative conditioning, this old default way of being, these habits that you've developed emotionally to replace them with more empowering ones of happiness and joy and gratitude and what you really want. So my morning ritual, I've shared many videos on this. I've even created a course on this and created a book on it as well that's available for you on Amazon. But um, I started doing habits and rituals every single morning. One of them would be gratitude forcing myself every single morning to focus on what I'm grateful for in my life. And I don't care where you live, your circumstances, there are good, beautiful things in your life right now that you could focus on and appreciate and feel that can dramatically increase your happiness just by focusing on it. So for me, just focusing on the fact that I have another beautiful day of my life, that right now today is a brand new day. It's a clean slate. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. It doesn't matter. Today is a brand new opportunity to be, do, have, and experience what I want. That's powerful. That's a gift that we got to appreciate every day. Just appreciating the fact that I'm alive, that I have a body that's working and functioning, that there's plenty of people that are much worse off than me physically, and I've got my arms and my legs. I've got my ability to see. I've got the ability to hear. There's people out there that don't have that. And when you ever use contrast like that, you know, most of us, we compare ourselves to people further ahead than us, and often we feel worse about ourselves, but if you contrast the opposite way, and you compare yourself to people worse off than you, then you can often feel a lot better about yourself. And you got to realize that there's a lot of people out there that don't have what you have, that you are gifted, that you are blessed. Or maybe the fact that right now you have access to the internet, that you can watch this right now on YouTube or on my podcast... That's pretty miraculous. I mean, that's pretty incredible if you think about it. Right now, we have these phones and these devices where we have more access to information today than the President of the United States did 20 or 30 years ago. We are so abundant and blessed right now, but all you got to do is focus on it. And at the beginning, if you've been living in depression, if that's been your habit, guess what? You built the habit and the pattern of focusing on what's missing in your life, what's not going to work you know, all the negative stuff, and you've got to overwrite it. Guess what? When you overwrite it with this, it is going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. You're not used to it. Your brain is going to say, this is all bullshit. It's going to find ways to get you back to your comfort zone of who you used to be because it doesn't want to change. Change is stepping into the unknown. Your brain is afraid of that, and that's why you have to push yourself no matter what. You've got to make it a habit and ritual, and if you do it for 30 days, you'll start to see the benefits and feel the benefits of this, of a happier life. So gratitude is incredibly powerful. Even for me, I ask myself questions every morning, and I ask myself questions that direct my focus on the good of life. 
You know, there's plenty of negativity out there in the world that's always getting our attention, right? I mean, the, you turn on the news, you turn on, you go to Facebook, you go to YouTube, you can't escape and avoid it. You know, there's plenty of things that you hear about the horrible terrorist attacks or the killings and the deaths and the murders and the rape, all the horrible things that are out there that are designed to get our attention because that's how our brain is pre-programmed is to focus on the negative most often. And so we have to overwrite it again. And that's why I think having a ritual every day where you focus on the good is incredibly powerful. So I, I ask myself questions like, what am I happy about in my life? You know, what am I happy about? And by asking the question, it forces my mind to come up with an answer. So man, I'm happy the ability that I have to communicate with you right now. That I don't even know who you are, we're complete strangers, but I have your time, I have your attention. For me, that means the world, and I have the opportunity to reach you and impact you, hopefully, and inspire you and uplift you. That's a pretty incredible thing that I'm, I'm incredibly happy about. And I'm happy that I have the ability to build a business to create the life that I want, the dreams that I have, I can pursue it and I can actualize it and turn it into a reality. I'm so happy about the freedom I have in my life, or I'm happy about my family, my friends, the people in my life that love and support me, right? If you focus on it, you feel it. And the more you focus on it and take the time to feel, the more it's gonna get stronger, you feed that. It's like building a muscle that that becomes your default natural state, your way of being. You know, another one of my favorite rituals I do, I've mentioned this before, is smiling. I think smiling is one of the best acts that you can do that reflect the level of happiness that we want. And by forcing yourself to smile each day, you know, even more throughout the day if you want, that's going to condition you to be in a state of happiness and remind you of that. Sometimes you've got to fake it till you make it. Sometimes you've got to act as if. You've got to act as if you already are that happy and abundant person. And by doing that enough times, again, that becomes your default. It becomes who you are. So our ritual for that has been incredibly powerful, and you overwrite the conditioning. You do it every single day. You do it not just in the morning, but throughout the day, that whenever you catch yourself going back to who you used to be, you remind yourself, you catch yourself to focus on who you want to be and be that right now in this moment. Before you know it, you'll be that person. You'll have and experience those levels of emotions and happiness that you want. So that's one of the most powerful things that I can share with you because I've done rituals now for, I guess, 17 years, almost every day of my life. And it's one of the most powerful things that's cultivated and shaped who I am to, to being who I am today and experiencing the emotions that I experience. I've just conditioned it every single day for years. You do that enough time, then it becomes a habit for you. It becomes natural. You don't have to think about it. I don't have to do anything. There's no willpower or discipline for it. It's just, it's just a habit. You know, just like depression is a habit, just like anxiety is a habit. Um, it's creating these more empowering habits in your life. I think another very powerful thing that I've learned has been meditation. You see, our brain is not designed to make you happy. Your brain is designed as a survival mechanism to keep you safe and protect you, to, pre to prevent threats from occurring in your life and to avoid them at all costs for the dangers of life. And that's what has been incredibly useful for us to survive as a species up until this point. But you've got to realize, realize the purpose of your mind and your brain is for survival, not for happiness. And so therefore, it's your job to direct your mind on what is going to make you happy. And I've often used the metaphor that your mind is like a sentry on a ship, right? The sentry on the ship, the job is to look out and watch out for things that are potential threats. So your mind, the sentry, is going to be like, oh, look out for this, look out for that. 
be careful. You know, it's going to always warn you of these things. It's like an overworried mother. You listen to it too much, it's going to drive you crazy. But you've got to remind yourself that you are the captain of the ship, that you direct. It's great that your brain and your mind is providing this useful information for you, but if it's not relevant, you don't need to listen to it. You've got to direct your mind instead on what you want and what you want to be and experience. And meditation, I think, is incredibly valuable because you learn how to calm your mind, how to make it calm. All that thoughts that you have, those aren't really your thoughts. They're not unique. They're not original. They're thoughts that come from your lower self most often, but we also have a higher self, our best self. And when you understand those thoughts they don't serve or empower you, that you don't have to listen to them, that they're not who you are, you don't have to associate with it. You can learn how to detach yourself from it. That's what you learn through meditation, is how to observe and not attach to these thoughts that you might have, just to allow them to pass. And I was very resistant to meditation for many years, but it's been one of the most important things that I've learned, is how to calm my mind and disassociate from those thoughts. And really how to be present, because most of our thoughts... They're thoughts that come from the past or in the future, and they take us away from the present moment. The present moment is all we have, right? It's, it, it's, it's here. It's right now. And our thoughts, past or future, we've got to remind ourselves that, that we don't have control over that yet. That hasn't happened yet. That right here in the now is the most important thing. And so meditation helps you be more present, helps you be in the moment more often. And in the moment, you can experience happiness and joy. You know, Eckhart Tolle is a great teacher of this, as well as Wayne Dyer, and there's many great teachers out there you can learn. Um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is a great book, as well as A New Earth and whatnot, too. So there's incredible resources out there. I've often reminded even of the story of Prince Siddhartha, Buddha, right? He grew up in a wealthy family, and uh, he grew up in this environment of seeing all this wealth and riches in his life, but he actually found that he observed that most people were suffering, most people were unhappy, And he was fascinated by this. And so Prince Siddhartha went out on a journey by himself. He left that environment and he decided instead to give up all of his material possessions and to go out and he, you know, would meditate and explore and everything and tried a lot of different things. But he discovered again that nothing material is going to make you happy. The happiness and enlightenment can come from meditation. It can come from just being present and appreciating, being grateful you know, getting rid of all that noise that's in your head. And that's another piece I think we need a ritual for. We need a ritual for that as well, for meditation in our lives. And then another piece I'm going to mention for you too is you've got to be careful in creating rules in order for you to be happy. See, someone asked me today on Instagram, they said, Stefan, what do you need to do or what are things you do every day to be happy? And yeah, you know, meditation and things that are things that you can do, but a lot of us we have belief systems in our head that we believe that in order for us to experience a certain emotion like happiness, we've got to do something, or all of these things have to, hap- have to happen to feel happy. So for example, you might believe that in order for you to be happy, you've got to make a certain amount of money, you've got to have a secure job, you've got to have a man or a woman in your life, you've got to you know, be a certain weight or body fat, and there's all these rules that we have. You've got to have a productive day, you've got to go to the gym that day, all these things, and then once you check the list of all that, then you're finally happy. And it's all BS. It's all rules and stories that you've created in your head that's making it incredibly hard and challenging for you to be happy. When really, you can be happy right now in this moment just by deciding to. You know, for me, I shift a lot of my beliefs that I had that were holding me back, and I realized, you know what? I don't need anything to be happy, just like we don't need anything to feel like shit. 
Right? I can feel happy just by smiling. I can feel happy just by waking up in the morning. Or I can feel happy just by remembering all the good that exists in my life. All the good that exists in the world. And that makes me happy. And when you have a small criteria for happiness, you're going to experience it so much more versus the person that has all these rules and beliefs of what has to happen in order for them to feel happy. So often you've got you to gotta check in and shift some of those mentalities, those beliefs that you have that might be holding you back. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, Steph, you know, my unhappiness is my drive. It's my motivation, right? It's what pushes me every day by believing that to be successful, that's going to make me happy. Well, you know, that might be a motivator for you, but it's not sustainable. It's not lasting. In fact, I'd actually challenge you on this and help you understand instead. You see, you're right now achieving to be happy. What if instead you happily achieved? I would actually challenge you to say that if you're happy right now every day, you're much more likely to become successful and achieve your goals versus when you're unhappy and you know, you're using that as drive to achieve your goals. See, successful people aren't happy. Happy people are successful. So happiness is something that you start with that contributes to your success in your life. It contributes to, I mean, think about it. I mean, the happier that you are, the more likely you are to take action in your life, to have more energy, because happiness gives you energy in your life to pursue great things and take more actions. The happiness is going to attract people into your life, whether it's business partners or opportunities or a man or a woman. I mean, they're not going to be attracted to someone that's miserable and depressed. right? At least the person that you want to attract, that's not the kind of person. You're not going to be able to attract quality customers that are also happy by you being miserable and depressed every single day. That doesn't make any sense. Right? You're not going to be able to, it's going to be a lot harder at least to create the body that you want if you're miserable and unhappy because when you're miserable and unhappy and depressed, you're more likely to eat food that's not supportive of your body as a way to change how you feel, to escape, to connect with yourself. I know I had a binge eating disorder many years ago. Right? But the more happier you are, guess what? You don't need to use food as a drug. You don't need to go to alcohol. You don't need to go to those things as much because... You're already filled up. You're a glass that's full and overflowing versus a glass that's empty and looking to fill yourself up from everything external around you instead of filling yourself up internally where you don't need those things. Those things are just extra bonuses that can amplify experiences of your life, but it's not needed by you by any way. So happiness comes from within, and it's something that we got to practice every day. And we have to build it and cultivate it and I think one of the best ways is through a ritual. So listen, I could go on and on about this, but hopefully these disciplines, these mindsets, these different ways of thinking and living can really shift your life um, as it has for me. I mean, my life is, regardless of anything on the outside, I've achieved some pretty incredible things and experienced incredible things, but honestly, none of that really matters once you experience it. Once you experience it, it gives you a temporary satisfaction, it gives you a high for a period of time, but then it goes away. And I'm always reminded how happiness is such a simple thing that comes from us deciding to focus on what's good in our life and conditioning that. And that's all that matters is cultivating that with, from within and not buying into the story, the, the illusion that it comes from anything else. So listen, if you're looking to create a ritual in your life, I'd love to support you with that. I've actually created a course called, excuse me, called Morning Ritual Mastery. I'll link to it below for you. I've also got my, <coughs> excuse me, I have my morning ritual cheat sheet as well that I'd love to send you for free. It goes into some rituals. And I've got a book on Amazon called 67 Morning Ritual Habits for Your Mind, Body, and Spirit. I'll link to those below for you as well. 
But this is a, a way that I want to support you to create a ritual in your life. Because if you don't have one yet, you're missing out. If right now your ritual is you wake up and you're stressed in the morning, you're not happy, you're tired, um, you, know, you go to your phone, you go to your computer, you're reactive throughout the day, then, man, I've been there before too and it sucks. It's going to hold you back in so many ways instead of being proactive and giving yourself the gift that you really want and need, which is uh, the time and attention that we've got to give ourselves to make ourselves a priority. You know, make ourselves a priority and our happiness a priority in our life more than anything else. And by doing that, you'll reap the rewards, not just emotionally, but also on the outside world too. The things that you want will be attracted into your life and manifested a lot easier by focusing on your inside world first. And that will always expand out and influence the outside world around you because it's infectious, it's contagious. So I'll link to some of those below. If you enjoyed this, give me a thumbs up. Subscribe for more videos. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, Make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.